It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, I've never broken any bones or fractured any bones. I've never had any kind of bone related issues. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter counterpart of the Back Row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends. And I still laugh at armpit farts. <laughs> she was making some earlier today. It's, it's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, today on the show, it's the Christian Radio Special. Dun, dun, dun. We've also got a game, five random facts, things we love, and more. First, today is Wednesday, April 28th, 2021. And we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It is Denim Day. Yeah. Get out your, your, your jeans, your denim jacket, your denim shirt. Just go full blue out there. Not all denim is blue. Well, the best denim is. Okay. Uh, it's also a great poetry reading day. Mm. I don't have any. <laughs> I can't remember. Sylvia Platt? That's a name, yeah. Anyway, forget it. Uh, it's also <laughs> International Guide Dog Day. Hey, yeah. okay, listen. These little pups don't get enough credit. Mostly because you can't love on them when you see them. Because they're a guide dog. They're a service dog. But they don't get enough credit. So <coughs> I feel I like know. they get an acceptable amount of credit. <laughs> I feel like you are just in the mood to argue. <laughs> Uh, it's also National Blueberry Pie Day. I've never had a blueberry pie. I've, I don't like blueberries. You don't like blueberries? Mm-hmm. I like blueberries. But I've never had a blueberry pie. Really? I mean, I know it's a thing. I've never had a blueberry pie. Hmm. I guess I'm having a blueberry pie today, y'all. <laughs> um, National Kids and Pets Day. Yeah. Hey, we have kids. several of those. I mean pets. What'd you say? Um, it's also stop food waste day. So How many holidays are there today? Listen, Goodness. um, if you're going to eat that blueberry pie, you need to eat the whole pie. <laughs> I was going to say that. And then I was like, that's not wait. Really. We just had this whole exactly. thing about the diet stuff uh-huh. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, just make sure you don't waste it. Okay, guys. Eat. Give it to friends. Eat until Celebrate you're full it. and then pass it on and lastly we have come to the end of our list praise the good lord it is national superhero day yeah and if i'd have known that in uh further in advance i would have made this a superhero themed show but that i did been not cool. so sorry about that you not suck. superheroes today <laughs> it's game day wednesday and today we're going to be playing agree or disagree game Agree, y'all. Mo is in her pursuit to take this title belt back from me. 
pursuit of happiness. And uh, I don't know if she'll Bill. ever get it. <laughs> what was the guy's real name? In the I don't movie? know. I don't know. Uh, come on, man. Sap doesn't want to love. There's four dots. Bruh, for real? Bruh. 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 What's the deal here, guys? What the deal, yo? What the deal, yo? Is the app broken? I think the app is broken. All right. We'll go to their other game, Would You Rather. That's what we'll do instead. <laughs> Similar concept. So uh, we're presented with a Would You Rather question. Uh, we will each give each other seven of these. And... Uh, this game is so difficult. It's very difficult because we're we're choosing not what we would rather, but what we think most people would rather. The majority. The majority. Oh, I just broke a paperclip. What? All right. So here we go. All right. Question number one. Agree or no? Sorry. Would, would you, you rather? rather? <laughs> would you rather wear pants three sizes too big or shoes three sizes too small? Pants too big. 75%. That was an easy one. Would you rather be able to fly or be able to turn invisible? Fly. No. 59%. A bunch of creepy people. Bunch of creeps. Bunch of, bunch of pervs over here mm -hmm. turning invisible. The only reason y'all want to be invisible <laughs> is to see things you don't need to be seeing. Just saying. Uh, all right. And you know it's true. Would you rather that your best dream and your worst nightmare both come true or that you never have any of your dreams come true? Dang. <laughs> this is like... That's a deep one. <laughs> your face. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about my worst nightmare and I'm really about, like, I'm on the verge of tears. <laughs> Matt. I'm, I didn't I write the like question. This one. <laughs> None of my dreams come true, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like this one. Oh, it's 50-50, so it comes down to the number of votes. Ooh, okay. Best dream and work nightmare eked it out by uh, almost 2,000 votes. I would have picked the other thing. Is that awful? That is awful. All right. Would you rather be a wizard or be a Jedi? See, we're fun. We're back to fun again. I don't like this game. Don't cry. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying... Would you rather be a wizard, Harry? Yeah, I think I'm going... Or a Jedi. I, no. Shoot! <laughs> I feel like there's more Star Wars fans. Like, the Star Wars fan base is bigger than the Harry Potter fan base. I think... I'm I'm saying Jedi. Oh, 61% said wizard. What? Yeah. Wow. That is shocking to me. <laughs> All right. Would you rather genetically alter your child or leave it to nature? What the crap? <laughs> nature. Sixty-two <laughs> percent agree with you, but only six for two. That seems please. low. <laughs> add, add time, add on the app time. All right. Oriole's offended. Right? Those people are lying about being a wizard. Uh, would you rather always be unprepared or always be late? <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> Story Can't, of my life. Both, please. Why not both? Um, no, I'm from always. I'm always prepared. From column B. I'm always prepared. Okay. But I'm always late. Uh, I'm gonna say light. Seventy percent of people agree with you there. Okay. Rude. All right, last one. Would you rather be the richest person in the world or be immortal? Immortal. <laughs> Give me the money. Immortal combat. Give me the money. Uh, 63% of people agree with you. Okay, you got four. You got four right, yo. Good job. All right. All right. All right. Okay, would you rather be someone who is extremely attractive or I mean, I... that you... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you rather be with someone who is extremely attractive or I mean, that you are extremely attractive? Uh, be with, obviously. <laughs> is it wrong? Really? Yeah. 57% are selfish and want to be the attractive one in their Jeez. relationship. I still see my answer as selfish. Like if I'm with a super attractive woman, which I have been for most of my life. I can be like, see that? See how I got that? And you didn't? I did. That's, I mean, that's, that's, it's like owning, oh no, I'm not going to compare it to that. <laughs> but it's, it's like a set status symbol almost. That's uh, like trophy I could go several different, a, essentially, term. yeah. Uh, but I, I wish pay for there's it. no going back, is there? <laughs> is there going back in the... I don't think so, no. I kind of wish that I would have looked to have seen how many of the votes were men and women. Oh, yeah. It does separate that. Too, yeah, because it? I do think that it would be different. Anyway, <laughs> uh, would you rather have a high-paying job that you hate or have a low-paying job that you love? Again, <sighs> it's my life. I got two super low-paying yep. jobs that I love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Depends on how low. Right? Job that you love. No. Oh, sad people. Fifty-five percent of people said a high-paying job they hate. Oh, no. I no, guess they you. feel like they can buy happiness. <laughs> you really can't. Nope. Uh, would you rather be a clown who distracts the bull, or the cowboy who rides the bull? That's a hard one too, man. That's dangerous both ways. Clown? No, wait. Dang it. You already clicked it. Go ahead. Is it right? No, the cowboy <laughs> by 74%. Uh, all right, I got to get all four of these right to tie. I feel like the cowboy gets hurt more. Yes, than... but I'm also what I thought. That's what I thought at first. But then I'm thinking, but people would want to be the cool cowboy and not the dopey clown as a person. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you rather watch only Breaking Bad or watch only Game of Thrones? I know your answer. I know your answer. Yeah. Yeah. But I really can't gauge the popularity of those two against each other. I feel like... Like, I want to say Game of Thrones had more fans, but at the same time, it was also on HBO, and I don't think as many people got to watch it as got to watch Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Mm -mm. Dang it. 61% said... Wow, I'm doing... 
I'm striking out on this one. All right, three more. Let's go. Oh, you get that. Add Golf rival. Nobody wants to play you. Okay. Unless you want to be our sponsor, then that's all I will play on my phone. I promise. No, it's not. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren? That one. Yes. 56%. Would you rather have one eye or have one hand? I know my answer. <laughs> What's your answer? One eye. Yeah, I don't I have enough so hands as it is. One eye. 66%. All right, all right, all right. How many have we done? There's one more. Okay. And would you rather be in Lord of the Rings or be in Harry Potter? Harry Potter, because Lord of the Rings is insufferable to sit through. Yes. 68%. Boom, baby. Then again, yeah. I have watched all the Lord of the Rings, and I have not watched all the Harry Potters. Well, at least in Harry Potter. I haven't read Potter, any of them. I think the most like super active thing that they do is Quidditch. <laughs> they don't have to travel through lands and fight. <laughs> Orcs. Thank you. Fangs. Fangs. Well, you win, which means uh, next week you get to challenge me for the title in this same game. Yeah. So uh, you got your chance. You finally got your chance. Okay. okay. Take it back. Okay. 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 All right. Let's take a break here. When we come back, why mainstream Christian radio sounds the same. A stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180. LTN Radio. So last week I did something that was kind of cool. I went to the movies for the first time in 14 months. The last movie I saw in theaters previously was the My Hero Academia second movie. And this past week I took my kids as a terrible father to watch the Demon Slayer movie in theaters. And it was on a Friday, and we were excited. We wanted to go see it. And we went, and it was straight up the most awkward, weird thing. Because when we went there, it was a straight up ghost town. Like, um, in this massive theater for this movie premiere, there were nine people. Um,. It was great for us, but there were like nine people in the movie we were in. And like in the concession line, we didn't wait in line. Like there was nobody there. Y'all, they didn't even put butter on our popcorn. They gave us little cups of butter to put on on ourselves. It was just weird. Um, and like we, we were talking about like what it was like to be at movie premieres and literally have to fight for seats to be near each other and to do all those things and it was different and um it was cool to make a forward motion back but it was easy to see there was room to grow and um the book of Haggai chapter 2 verse 3 talking about the temple says who is left among you who saw the house in its former glory how do you see it now is it not as nothing in your eyes 
And, you know, we see this and they're talking about the temple and saying, man, the temple is nothing now. But if you keep reading, it's going to tell us that the temple is going to not only restore to its former glory, but it's going to be greater than it ever has been before. And I just want to encourage you that, yeah, life is going to look weird for a season and things are going to look awkward. And anytime we take a forward step, it might be uncomfortable and not even just pandemic related. That might just be what your life looks like. But I would encourage you keep making forward steps and things will be better. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, we got a special on Christian Radio. And before we do anything else, I've got five random facts. The font, this one's just for you, my friend, Comic Sans, was designed by Vincent Canare? Canare? I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, But he drew direct inspiration from his favorite comic books, including Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' celebrated Watchmen series. Mm -hmm. And then it just just ruined all of of printing, all of advertising, all of everything. I'm sorry. You feel that way. It's gross. (laughs) Uh, Hummingbirds are known for being itty-bitty creatures, but bee hummingbirds are the teeniest versions of these shockingly tiny flyers they're actually the smallest bird in the world bee hummingbirds i've never even heard of that before Mm -hmm. they're so small that they often get confused for an insect and have very short weird life spans because people kill them it's sad Uh, i feel like that would terrify me yeah (laughs) in a way a normal hummingbird would not exactly So there are only two mammals on Earth with the proven ability to move their bodies in time with external beat. Humans, although not all humans, and <laughs> sea lions. It can't be all sea lions either, right? Like, I don't know. I haven't met have every sea lion tempo. out there. <laughs> but the ones I have met are pretty <laughs> but, uh, good dancers. But all uh, the sea lions I have met get cut a rug. <laughs> uh, the most expensive car in the world is a Rolls Royce Sweptail that sold for $13 million. However, even Jesse, if you, you have that, one? that sure. kind of dough lying around, you won't be able to buy it because only one was made and it was custom built. For Jesse Duplantis, I'm pretty sure. Was it really? I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. And lastly, too much nutmeg can be toxic. Two to three teaspoons of raw nutmeg can induce hallucinations, convulsions, pain, nausea, and paranoia that can last for several days. Merry Christmas. Right? (laughs) Do not ask for that extra nutmeg on your eggnog. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. But I will say a little bit of it on there is pretty darn good. That was you. You did that for me. See? That was pretty good. You're welcome. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Did you know, bonus fact, did you know that this whole the bees are disappearing thing, it would be fine if they did. 
Really? Because it wouldn't be like a Lorax situation or, or the bee movie. You remember yeah. when the bees mm-hmm. just stopped making honey, honey bees were the only bees that were going extinct or disappearing, but there are like 18 other versions of bees that were not going extinct. And most of those versions have less, you know, exist in lower numbers today because the honeybees are more invasive and come and take over their hives and their areas and chase them out of places. Really? Honeybees are jerks. They are. <laughs> okay. Uh, I learned that in an episode of uh, Film Theory on YouTube. It's a fantastic channel. Very funny, uh, but very informative. You should go check it out. Good to know. Uh, So I'm going to level with you. Uh, I'm tired. Mm. Uh, It has been a long week. We're having to record these very last minute, and my brain is fried. So we're taking the easy way out today and bringing you a special, giving you two of our main topics surrounding Christian radio from two different eras of the Backroom Morning Show. First up in this segment, why mainstream Christian radio tends to sound the same. Reminder, we used to be on Back Row Radio before it was brought under the Love Thy Nerd banner. So you'll hear us say Back Row, back row Radio a lot. Just remember, that is now this. And today we're talking about why all Christian radio is starting to sound the same. So if you turn on K-Love, you will hear songs from Carrie. Carrie Job. Is it Job or Joby? It's Job. Carrie Job, Hillsong United, Toby Mac, and Skillet. Okay? Sounds like a diverse group of bands and styles. And yet, the songs chosen for air on these stations are the ones that are softer and more radio friendly. For contemporary artists and worship artists, you'll hear their more upbeat songs, but for rap artists and rock bands, you'll hear their more poppy and ballady tracks. What you wind up with is a cross-section of Christian music that all blends together to sound the same. Not only that, the bands themselves are beginning to shift their style to this cookie-cutter sound. The worst offenders are the most obvious, the bands that have been around for decades. Audio Adrenaline and the Newsboys used to be two of the most uh, original-sounding Christian bands out there. Especially the Newsboys, with just the weirdest lyrics on the planet for a lot of their songs but now they are very similar to pretty much every other thing we hear uh they're they tend towards more worship style songs god's not dead greatness of our god stuff that you could hear in churches instead of blasting your car radio and having a good old time with a sing-along you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh so with this comes the problem that we're beginning to judge Christian bands based on their radio singles alone. And, you know, it's usually positive because the songs are positive because it's positive radio, you know. And so the band then leans towards making more of that music that sounds like that. The big popular singles. And so that's how I think we're slowly starting to get to the point where we're all making the same music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, here, let's. What are you, what are your thoughts? Do you listen to K Love or, or any of those stations anymore? No. <laughs> Family Life Radio. Mm-mm. Anything like that? No. 
I really don't. For that main reason. Because you hear the same maybe 15 songs on a rotation for a good, what, 72-hour period, and then they'll mix a different one in there just to kind of mix it up, and you're like, oh, that's a new song, but then they keep it in there for another 72 hours, and so it's no longer new anymore. Right. Yeah, radio stations uh, have to have a at least a three-hour rotation on a specific track. It used to be four hours, but they all clamored saying that that was too long. We want to play this new hit single more often. And so eventually the FCC gave in and they gave the new rules of three hours. But that just gave them license to now, instead of playing the same song, you know, four or five times a day, now it's six, seven times a day. Right. And yeah, you get real sick of it real fast, especially when you consider that there are, in the Christian music world, uh, and most of these are typically in the praise and worship and uh, Christian pop style, five, six new singles a week. Mm -hmm. And so you add those and you just play them to death. Yeah. Um, but let's hear some lyrics from originally the Newsboys' most popular song of okay. all time. Before God's Not Dead, before Michael Tate, what was their most popular song? You remember? No, I have no idea. Shine. Remember that song? I was audio, audio adrenaline. I was not Newsboys. You weren't Newsboys? No. Okay. Well, here's here. Compare the, the song that you get from the Newsboys today. Okay. To the lyrics of Shine. Here's just one section of the first verse. Try as you may, there is no way to explain the kind of change that would make an Eskimo renounce fur that make a vegetarian barbecue a hamster unless you can trace this about face to a certain sign. Shine. Make them wonder what you got. Very poetic. Very weird. And at the same time, it was a super popular uh, Christian rock hit. That happened in the very early or mid nineties. It was I think it was ninety four, maybe ninety five when it came out. Okay. But do you know how strange those lyrics were? Make a vegetarian yeah. barbecue, barbecue a hamster. A hamster. <laughs> 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 um, out of the shaker and onto the plate. It isn't karma. It sure ain't faint. That would make a deadhead sell his van. That would make a schizophrenic turn in his crayons. You know, it's all about, you know, what happens when people find salvation. Right. But it's... Right. They do You're it willing in to give up everything. Right. But they do it in such a strange and, and compellingly lyrical way that it was something so new and something so different. And instead of continuing in this beautiful mode where everybody branches out into this this weird, wacky world of Christian music, we're all starting to implode onto ourselves. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of music you would hear on K-Love back then. Not anymore. Even yeah. today, even in a nostalgia hour, you wouldn't hear Shine on K-Love. Right. The only song that I can think of back from that generation of Christian rock music that you can still hear on K-Love is Big House by Audio Adrenaline. Which, big, big which they house. have played to death. I don't. I don't know that they play it anymore. But big, big table. <laughs> lots and lots of food. Yeah, I love that. Gosh, one. That was, song was awful. <laughs> it's my favorite. Big, big 
backyard where we can Can't play, play football. football. A big, oh, big gosh. house. It's my father's house. <laughs> I That's not even on the station. I'm so sick of it. Like, you've all heard it enough. You don't ever need to hear it But again. it takes me back every time I hear it. It takes me back. I once again am 15 at the concert with my youth group. And I'm like, this is an awesome song. Yeah. Deidre and I were listening to the station last night uh, while they were um, getting ready for VBS, building stuff for VBS, mm-hmm. and uh, Breathing by Life, Lifehouse. Mm-hmm. They're not, not Breathing, I'm sorry. It was uh, Hanging by a Moment. Mm-hmm. Hanging by a Moment by Lifehouse came on. Uh, Hanging by a moment here with you. Deidre's mm-hmm. like, who sings this song? I said, that's Lifehouse. She goes, oh gosh, I'm a teenager again. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the five albums she owned. Yep. <laughs> That's what I personally love about music, mm-hmm. is it takes me back. And that may really play a huge role as, into why I'm not a fan of today's music. Because it doesn't take me back anywhere. Right. But even if you were, consider it 15 years from now. Yeah. What are you going to hear? Yeah. It all sounds the same. Mm-hmm. There's nothing uh, individual. There's nothing special that ah, plays on Caleb. Nay. What? For King and Country. Okay, that's true. There are some standouts, but still, even them, they do they do the style better than most, but it's still the same style. It is in some ways. And a lot of for but, King and Country's music, despite the fact I do love it. Go ahead. But a lot of for King and Country's music. Sounds the same, too. Sure, because it's their sound. Yeah. You know, I, to me, I can't get behind, and this is just a personal preference, I know, but I can't get behind a band that sounds rock and then country and then pop all in one album. Mm, I can't do that's it. That's true. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, Not in one album, at least. What's gonna Well, what's going to end up happening is somebody's going to be like, hey, this is so-and-so, and I'm going to be like, no, it's not. <laughs> This is country. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is them. No, it's not. <laughs> See that that kind of happened with Nine Lashes. They were they were very heavy rock, and then they came out with a new album, and it was very poppy and like electronic and dance. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, Ooh, all the all their rock fans are like, what's going on? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You end up hearing a band you like the band not only because of the lyrics or whatever it speaks to you but because of the sound Mm -hmm. you know and then they play a different song and you're like wait a minute this is nope this is not what i signed up for check yourself at the door see but that happened with newsboys is that newsboys had this crazy weird rock music and then they came out with their worship album and it was so popular that even though they kind of dabbled going back and forth between the two styles for a little while, now it's just this style. Which may be why I'm not a Newsboys fan. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. Not my favorite. I guess the, yeah, I guess we were teenagers when yeah. uh, when the Worship Project stuff started. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory as to why this is happening. Okay. You want to hear it? Yes. Why that's, that's music what, that's is... That's what we do here. We talk about things. <laughs> okay. My theory is really why... I guess it plays into why Christian radio all sounds the same, but really more why Christian music is all starting to sound the same. Okay. This is my theory. In the 90s, even the early 2000s, churches for the most part were still singing 
like revised hymns. They were singing hymns or revised hymns or um, maybe even some original worship songs. They weren't really singing things that you would hear on the radio. If anybody sang something that you heard from the radio, it was a special. Right. Ray Bolts or something. Going, yeah. Thank you. You know what I mean? To the Lord. They weren't in our continued rotation of what our worship leader is singing on Sunday morning. Right, right. You know, to lead us in praise and worship. That has happened, though, in the last, what, 10, maybe 15 years? Yeah. Where... That it's become our Sunday morning worship. Those songs are what we pull from. And it's it's nice because at the same time we can hear it all throughout the week in our car. We don't have to wait for church in order for our worship leader to lead us. We don't have to go buy that cassette tape that was so <laughs> hard to find that has the worship songs that we sang Sunday morning, you know. So we can hear it on the radio. But because of that, I feel like most Christian bands... It's now their thing. Hey, we want to be able to be played in church on Sunday morning. We have to have this certain sound. We have to kind of fit into this mold so that worship leaders will want to play our song. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's my theory as to why it's all kind of conformed and evolved into what it is now. Right. Which is, could pass easily for a Sunday morning worship song. And see... And I, I think you're right. And that, that was uh, a prominent issue with Audio Adrenaline. Because the original singer decided to step down from the band. He was still active with the band's ministries and, and like production and stuff. But he didn't want to be... Wasn't it Mark Stewart? Is that what his name? I don't know. I think it was. Um, he wanted to step down. Show me a picture and I can tell you <laughs> if it was him. But I don't know his name. And Kevin Max was invited to step in. Mm-hmm. And this was back when we thought, okay... DC Talk's just going to take over all the bands yeah. from the 90s. Um, but that album, even though a lot of people didn't like it because it didn't sound like Audio Adrenaline, that album was great. Yeah. Kings and Queens was a good album. Take away from the fact that it's Audio Adrenaline, uh, just consider it a brand new band, fantastic album. Yeah. But then that was all we got with Kevin Max. Yeah. And Kevin Max stepped, stepped down again. And it was because... The band was kind of deciding, we want to take this into a, a worship direction. Mm-hmm. We want to take it into that direction that you're talking about. And he didn't want that. Kevin Max, uh, especially if you listen to his uh, independent stuff, which we have a lot of on the station, you know, he's very poetic with his words. He's very odd with the uh, the music style choices. He does a lot of different sounds. He doesn't have... He ha- it's it's weird. He has a distinct sound and he doesn't because it's everything's different. Mm-hmm. The distinct sound is his voice. Right. So he can sing on anything and you're like, yeah, that's Kevin Max, but everything that he makes sounds different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was why he stepped down from that, which made me really sad because I really liked that album. Um, and... Later, we came to find out that pretty much everybody from the original Audio Adrenaline at that point was gone. And so the Audio Adrenaline that we have now doesn't have a single member on it that was original to the band. And see, I think that it shouldn't be allowed to be called... Why are we still called Audio Adrenaline at this point? (laughs) Sure, it was a great band name, but come on, guys. Right. And Newsboys was almost that way. Until Peter Furler and Phil Joel have rejoined the band, which mm-hmm. was 
originally supposed to just be for a fun tour and now they've made an album and now they might be continuing on with two lead singers which is weird but uh and it's weird to think that it's weird because dc talk had three lead singers <laughs> but <laughs> we're in a weird world right now uh, but yeah i think you're right i think uh it has been leaning towards uh wanting to be popular in the churches as well as just in the Christian pop culture realm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the problem with that is that it's killing the music, the Christian music, that doesn't sound like that. Yeah. Uh, because all radio stations are now focusing specifically on the most popular Christian music. Mm-hmm. Because they have to, because radio's dying. You know, radio analog radio... Or whatever it's called. Tuning in a dial radio. That is dying off. Advertisers don't want to do it. People are streaming more Spotify, using their phones, listening to whatever they want at any time. Uh, And that's killing the radio industry as we know it. And so, of course, K-Love, long time ago, switched to kind of this focus. But they also had Air One Radio, which back then you could hear... Uh, you know, Super Chick and mm-hmm. Thousand Foot Crutch and whatever on there mixed in with some of the more poppy, popular music. But it was all this upbeat and energetic. And uh, some of the songs dealt with a little bit tougher topics than you hear on positive radio, K-Love. And uh, as of earlier this year, Air One is now all worship. All praise and worship. And so here in, in uh, New Mexico... We've had this station that's gone by many different names for a long time. Uh, originally, it was K-Lite. Then it was Massive Radio. Then they changed it to just M88. Then they changed it to Static Radio. Then they changed it to Star 88. And each time they changed it, they've shifted the focus a little bit on the music style. But it always usually ends up in the same place. They're playing very little of the mainstream popular stuff and a whole lot of of the amazing music that we never get to hear, which is kind of the exact uh, goal of us, Mm -hmm. Back Row Radio, is featuring a lot of music, including independent artists, that you don't get to hear all the time, that you might not even know exist if you've only listened to the positive radios and the whatever we have out there, Family Life Radio, things like that. Um, Which, let me just pause to be clear. We're not bashing them for existing or for what they're doing. They do what they do. They do it well. They're very popular. We have nowhere near the number of listeners as any of these radio stations. We're just trying to analyze the situation. All right. So this radio station that we've had in New Mexico that we've been blessed to have uh, has had this, this goal for years. It's been for, I mean, when I was a teenager, that's when all this was started. And, uh, Star 88 inspired us a lot with the style of music that we chose to focus on here at Backwell Radio. And now, in the last uh, couple months, they too have decided to start shifting to the mainstream cookie cutter stuff that we hear all the time. And it's heartbreaking. Because that's almost like a piece of my childhood dying. Yeah. And they had a morning show... Uh, on there with uh, guys named uh, Dex and Stevo. Stevo's been there for 17 years. And uh, 
they would talk about, they had a morning show very similar to us. We could talk about whatever we wanted, uh, as long as it was, you know, appropriate. I didn't realize we could talk about whatever we wanted. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, they were allowed to be a little edgy. They were allowed to have fun. And they dialed that back. Rumor is that they said, you know, you can't talk about whatever you want anymore because we're shifting our, our gears to a more family-oriented, more uh, worshipful-oriented, more positive-oriented, and so we want you to be that way, too. And so they both quit. Huh. And, you know, I don't know if that was the only reason or if that was a particular reason, but that's that's the general feeling that everyone's getting is, you know... You know, of course, if they're going to be censored on their show that they've been doing for six, seven years now, said, okay, you can no longer do your show the way you want to do it. We yeah. need to make this more like the Caleb Morning Show, which is just all positive news and and uh, talking about our pets. <laughs> and even Caleb is having their, their people jump ship because it's just too much. Right. Cankle Fritz and whatever the, those guys' name are, they're all gone. They're all on different radio stations now. Which, I mean, really, why Cankle why Fritz? <laughs> like, what's his name? <laughs> I don't think that's his name. I don't think that's his name. But, yeah, it's just, it's it's a sad state of affairs. But I think I think you really did hit the nail on the head is that that's kind of why. That's where our, where Christianity at large, Christian culture at large, finds the popularity in the music is, yeah. can I sing this at church mm-hmm. now? Can we uh, add this to our our uh, worship team practice? And, yeah. Which... Which I think is... Um, it's not a bad thing. But, over, but if it's the only thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It becomes a bad thing when it's the only thing. So don't worry about it, folks. Back Row Radio ain't ever going to be doing that. We will will sooner shut down the station. All right, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, another discussion on Christian music and realism. Stick around. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways. You might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. We're here to help. Today's term is chip damage. The new Mortal Kombat movie has just recently released on HBO Max and in theaters, and that's got me thinking about all those classic MK games I used to play growing up as a kid. As my first foray into fighting games, it was the game that I learned all the terminology from, including chip damage. Chip damage is damage to your health bar that you receive even though you're blocking. When you're blocking a punch or a kick from your opponent, you still get hurt, but not nearly as much. So it's just chipping away at your health bar. That, that's pretty much it. Not gonna get to a fatality that way. I'm Radio Mad, and I hope I've made your life just a little bit nerdier. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Mad. And I'm Mo, and today we're talking about Christian radio, Christian music, and more. <laughs> I wrote that, Mo. <laughs> I misspelled that one. Uh, let's get right back to it. 
The next classic conversation is from the Morning Side Hug in 2019, where we discussed if Christian music lacks realism. Let's go. So a couple days ago, um, Kevin Max shared an article, and it's an older article. It's from 2016, but it's one that I never saw. He shared an article saying this is an oldie but a goodie, uh, and so I read it. And it was about an interview that Bono had. Uh, with the Huffington Post. Okay. Uh, and he was talking about uh, a lot of different things in modern Christianity and music. Uh, but the key thing of this article was focusing on was that he wants Christian music to get more honest. Um, he said that he sees a lot of dishonesty in modern Christian music. Uh, let me just read a part of the article. He says, Bono, who has become more outspoken about his Christian faith in recent years, is advocating for a return to the raw and honest emotion of the Psalms. He says, the psalmist is brutally honest about his explosive joy that he's feeling and the deep sorrow or confusion. The singer says in uh, Fuller Studios' newly released documentary, The Psalms. And, And I often think, gosh, well, why isn't church music more like that? Uh, so this is actually an interview that was a part of this uh, thing that was put on by Eugene Peterson, who was uh, the pastor and scholar best known for the translation of the message, mm-hmm. which you know we bag on a lot as as you know not a real translation, but in many cases, in, in my opinion, anyway, uh, a lot of things are are kind of presented in the message in a much more honest, real feeling, and the Psalms is one of that one of those portions. Right. The Psalms in the message, I think, are are displaying the tone of what was originally written much more clearly than many of us may tend to see them. Almost more poetic in in a way. Which yeah which you're right. But in in a way it's also kind of uh countering that as well because I think when we read the Bible, the Psalms in a typical translation we almost just see them as poems. Yeah. And we don't see them as genuine emotion. But this actually shows that real emotion while keeping that poetic form. Yeah. But it makes us feel more emotion as a true poem would instead of just kind of thinking, whatever, he's rhyming or whatever, you know, right. and that kind of thing. But it's it was it's it's really good. And so that's what this this documentary came out about. Um and, and Peterson himself says, it's not smooth, it's not nice, it's not pretty, but it's honest. Uh, I think we're trying for honesty, which is very, very hard in our culture. Uh, so Bono agreed that honesty was hard to find in modern Christian culture. In fact, he said that he finds a lot of dishonesty in modern Christian art and music. He said, I would love if this conversation would inspire people who are writing these beautiful gospel songs to write a song about their bad marriage, write a song about how they're ticked off at the government, because that's what God wants from you, the truth, and that truthfulness will blow things apart. And he says, why I'm, why I'm suspicious of Christians is because of the lack of realism. And I'd love to see more of that in art and in life and in music. So, is that our, is our jumping off point? Mm-hmm. What are your initial thoughts? Um, I do, I, I think that there is an argument there. I do think that there is some validity in his point. But I also think that that's why For King and Country is my favorite Christian band, mm-hmm. hands down. Because all of their songs are very real mm-hmm. in 
many different aspects. It covers a very broad range of emotion, you know, mm-hmm. through through their songs. Yeah, even their song uh, from the new album, Pioneers, mm-hmm. that is about marriage, marriage. that yeah. is falling apart and they're choosing to stick it out, mm-hmm. do something that the culture wouldn't do and thus be pioneers in exactly. this. Exactly. In that we're going to keep trying. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make things work kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which I do like. Yeah. So you're right. But there, uh, but even then, even for King and Country, their stuff is still kind of poetic. You know, they're using, sure. like, you know, burn the ships. They're using imagery, not this, not specifically talking uh, plainly about what they're saying, but in a more flowery image, which isn't bad. I'm not knocking that at all. But there is a band that we play called Mike uh, Mains. I got confused by his name for the longest time. I had him misspelled. It's either Mike Maines or Mike Manis. I'm pretty sure it's Mike Maines. Mike Maines and the Branches. And they produce you know, normal Christian music for a while, but then their la- last album has gotten very little radio play because it was written in a season where he and his wife thought they were going to get a divorce. Both of them had secrets that they were hiding Things were exploding all around them, and they didn't know what was going to be coming next. Mm-hmm. And so there is a specific song that starts about starts talking about how uh, woke up in the morning, we sat at the table, and I laid everything out that uh, I'd done in the dark. Hmm. And it was all about how uh, I'm trying to breathe underwater, pretty mm-hmm. much, is the message that they were saying, is that I'm drowning here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was no answer at the end of the song. There was no clean cut. Happy ending. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, uh, you know, with an answer to that question, it was a simply, this is where we're at and it stinks. Yeah. Kind of song. And there were a lot of songs in there that were like that. And then there were other songs on the album that were, uh, you know, examining their relationship from the past and trying to rekindle what they used to feel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it was a lot of really raw emotional stuff. Reliant K came out with their album Collapsible Lung, which was widely panned as not a Christian album because more than half the songs are talking about bad relationships, former relationships or former ways that either the author or, or other people the band or maybe just a fictional character, but they were talking about real uh, circumstances in relationships that were clearly not God's design plan. Mm -hmm. And uh, like one of them was called Part-Time Lover, and it's not the same song as most people know of by that title, but it was about a guy who slept with a girl early on and young, and it wound up kind of messing her up. Mm. And he didn't realize that. And this was kind of like an apology. So I never meant to be your part-time lover, you know. And it was uh, a whole whole emotional thing. Yeah. And those kind of things, those kind of albums, those kind of songs, I cling to. Yeah. I love people getting a little bit more real and honest in their lyrics. But these two people are also very more more genuine lyricist in that they're telling an actual story while for King and country is more of the, the psalmist type lyricist in that they will make allegories. They will make, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? 
poetic. I don't know. They'll make it more poetic, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Which both are great and both have their place. But those are the kind of mus- those are the kind of songs that we really try to push on Backdoor Radio mm-hmm. because it's that reality that we don't tend to feel uh, uh, in Christian music anymore, which is exactly what Bono's saying. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I pretty much 100% agree with what he's saying. There is a time and a place for the kind of music that we have now, for sure, and it might be even more so and more important uh, the mainstream stuff that we hear, that be the overarching message. Mm-hmm. Because you want that hopeful message to be the key. But to not leave any room for real life struggle. Yeah. yeah is well it is it's dishonest, but mm-hmm. it's also dangerous. Yeah. Because it sends the wrong message to those of us who are already here. Mm-hmm. Um well and it's an argument that we hear all the time. We I it's it's crazy to me in our Facebook community how much we hear it, you know, and it, I don't know. It makes me realize how little of our Facebook community know what we actually do. Right. You know, <laughs> but there, it's inevitable that at least once every other week or so, somebody makes a comment about feel good Christian music or, you know, radio stations that only play the feel good stuff. And Matt will always come back with, a link to Back Row Radio. Have have you given us a listen yet? And people are always like, I had no idea. So I think that's where I have the trouble. It is a valid point. But at the same time, if you put yourself out there and you look, you don't have to look terribly hard to find us and to find honest Christian music. And that's... um... And that's the the line that we have to walk in that there's two different kinds of Christian entertainment. And most of Christianity expects all of it to be under one branch. Mm -hmm. And that is the label family friendly. Right. When you hear it's a Christian song, a Christian radio station, a Christian movie, all this... You also hear in your brain family friendly. Right. That's why it was so hard to get across to people that The Passion of the Christ might not be a good movie to bring your seven year old to. Right. Because it was brutally violent. Mm hmm. And like, even when that still happens now, even after we've all seen it and we all know what it is, um, we do a communion service at our church every now and then. And recently, a pastor said, you know, we go over, before we lead up to the communion service, we go over like the Gethsemane section, the trials and the crucifixion of Christ Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of surrounded the Last Supper. And typically, we do like a special song for each of those sections. But this last time, he wanted us to do a video a kind of quick recap of the crucifixion scene from the passion of the Christ. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best, but no, but it's really gory. Right. And so I did my best and I actually had to piece together another similar movie to make it a little better and kind of zoom out some things that Mm -hmm. were really close up and, um, or zoom in to cut out a certain portion of the screen so you wouldn't see it. Um, but even then I said, look, even with this, you're going to need to warn the congregation if there are still kids in here. Because mm-hmm. we have children's church, and most of them are going to go there. But sometimes families like to keep their kids in for a communion service. Right. And so you're going to need to give a verbal warning if uh, 
your kids can't handle this. You yeah. might want to take them out for this portion because it's that bad. It mm-hmm. was that, that gory. And you forget how bad it is until you watch it again. It's just really gory. So that's why that was difficult because we don't automatically think. We automatically think Christian, family friendly. Right. And so that means we cut out a whole portion of real life that needs to be tied in with our Christianity mm-hmm. and just have the top, uh, warm fuzzy stuff right and uh, again we don't like to bash on like k-love or things like that what i think is the difference between us and k-love the main difference is that our audience is different i think k-love's main uh main purpose for existing is to offer hope to the unchurched and to the new christians mm-hmm while our focus is more on the established believer who's struggling. Right. Who's living this everyday life. It's not going the perfect way that we are often Seem led to, to think believe. think that it's going to, to yeah. Think, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, and want to know that there are other people going through the same kind of stuff. Right. That's why uh, I know... I had it when we first started doing the morning show. I have this little disclaimer at the beginning of the show that says, "Look, we we aim to be uh, family friendly, but every now and then we're going to be talking about something that might not be appropriate for younger ears." Mm-hmm. You know, we make that clear that this is not a family friendly radio station as it's come to be understood stood right. by Christian circles. And but I think it's important that they both exist. There are days when. I need to just hear, like, worship music. Mm -hmm. There are days when I really need to center myself in and remember that we need to be worshiping God uh, as often as we can and be in real communion with him. Mm -hmm. And and I understand that. And some days that will cause me to turn on Mm K-Love or Air One. Mm -hmm. But most of the time... I have felt like what I need to feel like is that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I know that God's there, but I'm not really going to be able to to feel his presence until I'm in heaven in the way that we think about with worship. With uh, When it comes to being down here in the dirt and in my daily life, sometimes I just need to know that I have other people with me right. who are struggling to be better for God while we're here. Yeah. Other people that want to be better, want to look more and more like Jesus and can't always jump straight to worship time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a it's a process that we're constantly fighting our own anxieties, our own frustrations, our problems with other people, our relationship issues, you know, problems within marriage, not feeling like we're a good parent, not feeling like we're a good spouse, all these deficiencies that we have that pop up in our brain of how we're messing up. And let us realize all of us are like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of us have garbage in our past. All of us are struggling to be better. And within that comes the hope mm-hmm. that we can. Right. And that we can uplift each other, we can pray for each other, that we can encourage each other because we've all been there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a mindset, again, this always seems to come back to that, that I developed from Celebrate Recovery. Because that's what it's 
focus is. Yeah. Come here, realize you're not alone. We're all trying to do this and we'll help you get there. Mm -hmm. We can do it together. Yep. <sighs> that was a lot of talking. That was a lot of talking. Jeez, Matt. But no, I, I mean, I really, I really do agree, though. And the same thing extends to Christian movies. And that's been my big gripe with Christian movies forever is that they're, they're not honest. They're not honest enough. Or they'll take something that some sort of scenario that's easy to focus on as a problem. But they won't expand beyond that. Fireproof, it's easy to focus on a marriage that's struggling and talk about fighting for your marriage. I'm not saying that it's perfect and I'm not saying that it's sanitized. I'm just saying that that's a safe place for a Christian movie to go. Yeah. But it only went so far. The flirtation of a divorce, the flirtation of somebody else uh, wanting to hit on your wife. Yeah. That kind of thing. It doesn't take you to a movie where the spouse cheated. Right. It doesn't take you to a movie where they did get divorced, you know. Yeah. There might be something out there that's like that somewhere that I haven't seen. But for the most case, they're going to keep it in a safe range. Yeah. Uh, courageous. It's a safe place to go in talking about how you invest in your kids' lives and how important that is. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, I think they had a death of a, a child in that. Mm -hmm. Again, a real situation that could really occur and can really break someone's life. But it's a safe vein for a Christian movie to go into mm -hmm. because, you know, death and life and what you do uh, to spend, you know, how you spend your life and focus on your priorities, all that. Those are our safe topics in the Christian circle. Easy right. to talk about. Yeah. But this kid died, uh, what, accidentally, right? It was it was a car accident or something like that in the movie. I don't remember. It was, well, it was something clean. Yes. It was something where yeah. it wasn't his fault. Yeah. You're not going to take it to a movie where your son died of an overdose. Right, or suicide. Or suicide or something like that because then it gets unfamily friendly. Yeah. And it gets... You're going to have to talk about the, the real issues behind these problems that are yeah. brought up. Um, and, again, I'm not knocking those as bad movies. Those, those, those come up with really good messages. Mm -hmm. But it's not always going to be so clean. And it's not always going to come to such a, a nice conclusion. Right. There's a movie called The Imposter that, ironically, Kevin Max was in, which we talked about leading up to this Kevin Max was in this movie called the imposter and it's actually inspired by a song that he made and uh, Jeff Deo's in it too. Uh, and a couple other people, but it's about a popular worship artist who gets lost in the fame and instead gets caught up in the rock star lifestyle with drugs and women and all this and how, in all that, he's still touring as this Christian artist, and he's having it out with his brother-in-law, and then eventually former brother-in-law. He's having it out with with all these different people, and it's showing all these tense, terrible conversations and moments, and him eventually winding up disgraced and and homeless, living in the like a cardboard box thing, and then trying to get back, putting his piece, his life back together, but then he doesn't put it back together he slips back into bad habits and it ends on a hopeful note but it doesn't end with him having fixed any of his problems hmm. it just ends with 
I'm going to keep trying. Yeah. And sometimes that's the message we need to hear. Yeah. Is that things might not work out Mm -hmm. right away. That doesn't mean you give up trying to be a better person. That's the the realness that I think we really are lacking uh, in a lot of our Christian media. I can... I can agree with that because what it ends up doing is it's a slip, slippery slope for those who don't have the happy ending. Mm-hmm. You know, it begins to open up doors of doubt of, well, you know, my marriage did end in divorce. So mm-hmm. what does that mean for me as a Christian? What does that mean for my relationship with God? You know, and so it definitely opens up doors of doubt, doors of um untruth and it is a an area that we as christians and in christian entertainment are um failing Mm -hmm. in but at the same time i do feel like it's a lot better than what it was oh absolutely even when we were it is it is getting better yeah I'm like leaps and bounds better than what we, you know, when we were kids or teenagers or whatever. So, yeah, I agree agree with that. And, um, oh shoot, I had a thought and then I lost it. (laughs) Um, oh darn it. It was a good thought too. Don't you love it when that happens? It's like the best day ever. Oh, all right. Well, it's a uh, it's a conversation that needed to, needs to happen more often, I think. Um, and even with the stuff that you and I talk about here on the on the morning show or on on church nerds, uh, we talk about some things that are more real. This is the kind of stuff you're not really going to hear on the mainstream radio stations because right. even what they present is sanitized for yeah. that family friendly vein. They don't want to talk about anything even remotely controversial. Mm-hmm. Uh, their good good news Tuesday uh, all week long. All <laughs> I mean, the every, time. Everything that they say. <laughs> good news uh, every day. Right. And again, not Bashkim, that there's a place for it, certainly. Absolutely. Uh, but to have that as the only avenue uh, focused on is short-sighted, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be able to feel that reality uh, and feel that that hope of having other people struggling with us mm-hmm. in the struggle with yeah. us because that's all we do we become christians and then we're just struggling to be better people that we're a goal that we're never going to attain fully mm-hmm. and uh then we get to go to heaven and god can make us better. exactly <laughs> If you want to read that whole article, it's at Huffington Post. It's called Bono Wants Christian Music to Get More Honest. All right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to share with you something that we love. More background morning show to come. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to share some things that we love this week. And mine, listen, I'm keeping it basic. Hugs. <laughs> but see, this is something that I've always known about myself, and it was just solidified over the weekend, last weekend during d Okay. Uh, one of my small group leaders, he had just gotten married. And his wife is very new here to Clovis. She moved here last January. Hadn't met a whole lot of people because of COVID. But she, every time I saw her, every time I encountered her, encountered her, and they actually live just across our field, by the way. <laughs> um, she was a hugger. She is a hugger. And she would just come right up and give me a hug. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have missed genuine hugs <laughs> between people. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You've got awkward hugs. It's like, but then there's just something to be said about a genuine hug between someone who you can tell cares. People ain't been hugging this last year because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a bummer. I got so. you. I got you. I'm going to keep things even simpler uh, because yours was at least emotional. Mine's oh. not. Mine's a mobile game oh, called okay. Stealth Master. Uh, it's pretty fun. You're you're like a ninja dude and you're trying to kill all these bad guys by sneaking around and, and killing them. Okay. I can't I can't really do it justice. Just try it out. It, you know, it's like most mobile games. It's got a bunch of ads, but the game itself is actually pretty legit fun. So it's a good, good time killer on the toilet. That's what I'm saying. Ew. That's what I'm saying. Well, let's another verse for today. Our verse for the day is Ecclesiastes 12, 13. The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can find LTN Radio in the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And you can also find us hanging out at Love Thy Nerd Community Facebook group and at lovethynerd.com slash discord. <laughs> Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind as Matt and I relive our first coronavirus special episode. Uh, don't touch me! Mo, final thought. I'm going back to bed. (laughs) Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.